welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. Uh, Miss Mamor, I mean, uh, let's see, what is this? It is... Gosh, I should know. <laughs> Veterans Day. That's it. 11 11. That's it. 11 11. You know, in yesterday's call, we started talking about uh, this is now. Mm. You know, no, this was then. This is we now. We might know this is then and this is now. <laughs> we're not sure. We're not sure what we're and celebrating or Today what. we're going to continue it. That's it. And we're going to talk about. Finish it up. This is now. You're a miracle time. I'm ready for now miracles. Amen. Mm. Exodus 14, verse 9, 13, 27, and 28. Exodus 14, 9, 13, 27, 28. Wow. The Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army overtook them and camped at the Red Sea. Wow. Verse 13, Moses (laughs) told the people, fear not. Stand still, firm, confident, and undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you're never going to see him again. Wow. We taught that one time. We have. About getting rid of debt and being debt-free. Verse 27. So Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its strength and normal flow when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled into it, being met by it. And the Lord overthrew the Egyptians and shook them off in the midst of the sea. Wow. The waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the host of Pharaoh that pursued them. Not even one of them remained. That was then, but this is now. That's it. Your miracle time. Wow. A brief review. Number one, the Egyptians pursued them. I've never met anyone who didn't have skeletons in their closet. Some might be real, some maybe just a costume worn in the past. When we get born again, our sins are forgotten and forgiven by a loving and compassionate Heavenly Father. We asked you yesterday to write this down. God will never remind you of your past. He can't. He's forgotten. That's true. Let's say that again. God will never remind you of your past. He can't. He's forgotten. God convicts us of our sins to set us free, whereas the enemy condemns us of our sins to keep us bound. Number two, fear not. When our past comes charging up behind us like the Egyptians did the Israelites, the natural reaction is fear to, you know, over the unknown But that's not how God tells us to respond. Absolutely. He never wants us to respond in fear. Isaiah 41, 9 and 10. Isaiah 41, verses 9 and 10 in the Message Bible says, Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. I love that. Amen. So much. So it says, do not fret worry or be fearful of things in your past showing up to trouble your future. Hmm. The only way that happens is when we extend personal limitation to them because God can take 
the things of the past, when we have the right attitude, truly, can take those things of the past and get and and handle them for us when somebody else wants to bring it up. And literally keep the enemy from using them to steal our future. Yes, amen. Number three, stand still, firm, confident, undismayed. Our real strength in every challenge and opportunity we face is the confident knowledge that God will never leave us nor forsake us, as it says in Hebrews 13.5. 13.5. We must never cower in the face of adversity or overwhelming odds, because God's strength makes us brave. And yes, we must stand still, firm and confident that we are empowered in battle, strengthened in his presence and power. Mm. <clears throat> Four, <clears throat> excuse me, see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. Today, today, yes, deliverance is coming to your house. Just like it's Veterans Day, World War <clears throat> One ended. Um, this is why I'm 11 11 in, I guess, 1918. Point being is today, deliverance is coming to your house too. That was then, this is now. That's good. Believe it, expect it, confess it, and then we're going to manifest it. Yes. God's desire is to work on our behalf, protecting and perfecting uh, us according to his will and his word today and from every day that follows. So let's pick up where we left off. Oh, Yesterday's call. Amen. <clears throat> Number five, the Egyptians you see today, you shall never see again. Mm. The Egyptians represented the past the bondage, the misery of slavery. The enemy wants to remind us of our past sins to hinder our spiritual growth and development. If we give attention to the Egyptians, which represent the problems and sins of the past, we're allowing, well, we're allowing the enemy the opportunity to build a stronghold in our mind. A stronghold is a house made of thoughts. Think of that. Luke 11, 22, 21, 22. Luke 11, 21, 22. Classic Amplified Bible. When the strong man, fully armed from his courtyard, guards his own dwelling, his belongings are undisturbed. His property is at peace and secure. But when one stronger than he attacks him and conquers him, he robs him of his whole armor on which he had replied and divides us and distributes all the goods as plunder, spoil. Hallelujah. Before we, well, before we were saved, we were the undisturbed possessions of the devil, who was a strong man guarding our souls. When we got saved, someone stronger, Jesus, attacked and overpowered the devil and stripped him of his power over us by taking away his armor. We believe the armor in this case consists of our own thoughts, attitudes, and opinions, which happen to be or may happen to be in agreement with the evil one. What Jesus describes as armor, the Apostle Paul identified as strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. This is the solution to strongholds. Yes, it is. <clears throat> For though we walk, live in the flesh, we're not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere 
human weapons for the we oh, here That's comes it. baby for the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. That's right. But they are mighty, mighty. before God with the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Yes, Lord. Now, it's important to understand that our born-again experience did not eliminate all our strongholds. The strongholds, <laughs> truthfully, have been erected in our lives. Yes, old things are passed away and new things are come. But until we're walking in the fullness of Christ, with a renewed mind and way of thinking, we have to know the process is not complete. We can't dwell in the past where strongholds govern our lives mm. because that was then and this, and this is, is now. now where God has given us the power to tear down strongholds and expect miracle manifestation. That's right. And don't let Anything hold you back. That's it. Number six, Moses stretched forth his hand. When Moses stretched forth his hand, he was holding the shepherd's rod, the same one that he had laid down before the burning bush in the Sinai Desert. The rod represented his job, which at that point when he was talking to God, he gave to God. But when he picked it up, hmm. then it became an instrument for signs and wonders How? because it was no longer his. It was the rod of God. So keep in mind that when Moses started out, it was his shepherd's rod. But when he put his shepherd's rod, a symbol of the way that he made his living, into the Lord's hands, yes. which is what we all need to do. And when the Lord gave it back to Moses' hand, it was no longer just a shepherd's rod. It became, as we said, the rod of God. That was then, and this is now. God's holy word as he tells us exactly what happened to Moses' shepherd rod after it became the rod of God. In Exodus 4.17, Exodus 4.17, Living Bible says, Be sure to take your rod along so that you can perform the miracles I have shown you. Hallelujah. Amen. It was his instrument from God. As the Egyptians pursued the children. Just, you just stirred in me. Yes, tell so, me. Somebody may think, well, I don't have a rod. The rod of God. Yes, you do. That's right. You got a Bible. That's the rod of God. Amen. And and he lives in us. Back then he had to be he had he had to well, there were other means in which yes. <clears throat> I mean he li he lived in Moses too, but I'm just saying there were other means in which that was done. But now we have a better covenant. Yes, we do. <laughs> As the Egyptians pursued the children of Israel into the desert, they became frightened. And began to murmur and complain. In, Mex in Exodus 14, 13 through 16, Exodus 14, 13 through 16, classic amplified, it says, Moses told the people, fear not, stand still, firm, hmm. confident, undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians, and the Egyptians, remember, is everything that's against you. For the Egyptians you have seen today, you shall never see again. Hallelujah. Ooh, verse 14. The Lord will fight for you. Yes, he will. And you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. Think of that. 15. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go for forward. And 16. Lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the Israelites shall go on dry ground through the midst mm. of the sea. 
You know, this is a lot more than a miraculous Bible story. It has a word for us, or it wouldn't be in the Bible. <clears throat> when we give our jobs to the Lord, when we give our jobs to God, regardless of what is right or wrong in the workplace, things will begin to change. We'll be doing it as unto the Lord through his power and not unto man. Our job can become the miracle for, let me put it this way, your job, the one you have right now, can become the miracle for your promotion or the miracle to be, have a better paying position. Yes. Amen and amen. Number seven, amen. not one of them remain. Then you know the rest of the story. You can read it in Exodus 14, 22, 31. Exodus 14, 22, 31, the New Living Translation. I'm just going to hit some of the key points. And scripture says, Israelites went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. 23, the Egyptians pursued, went in after them in the midst of the sea. 25, and bound, clogged, took off their chariot wheels, making them drive heavily. He goes on to say, let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights them them against, against the Egyptians. That's it. Verse 26, stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians. And verse 28, the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the host of Pharaoh that pursued them. Not even one of them remained. Wow. Now, before the children of Israel gave in to fear, God defended his people against Pharaoh's army. The most fear in all the world at that time. That's right. But that was then. <clears throat> and, and this, this is, is now. now. When we put our trust and our great God, Jehovah, he will find our enemies and our battles for us. Exodus 23, 22, 23, 22. If you will indeed listen to and obey his voice, I'll be an enemy to your enemies and an mm. adversary to your adversaries. Hallelujah. I claim Glory it. to God. Yes, claim we it do. In the name of Jesus. Hebrews 13, <clears> 6. <throat> 13, 6, class and amplify. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, The Lord is, is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will, I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Hallelujah. When you were afraid and fearful, that was then. But when God is the head of your delta force... <laughs> That's, That's now. now. It's miracle time. Hallelujah. Expect a miracle because you're in the middle mm -hmm. of one. That's it. Go to heraldherring.com if you're blessed by the teaching. Click the button that says sow a seed. Just ask God what seed he'd have you sow. Do what he says. That's all we ask. And until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.